Welcome to Rooftop Church. This podcast is part of our Sunday sermon series, where each week we dive into the Word of God and the powerful message of Christ. Good morning, Rooftop Church. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, I am not Pastor Scott. I am Casey. I do children's ministry. Those little ones that you saw beautifully performed at Medley was, um, they're mine. (laughs) Um, So really quick before we get started, um, Pastor Tavis asked me to announce that we will have refreshments after our service. Um, Monica has provided this beautiful spread. Um, so we have hot chocolate bombs, we have delicious baked goods, homemade, so get get your getting while you can. Um, thank you, Monica. Gosh, she's there. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> um, all right, so before we start, let's just open with a word of prayer. Glorious Father, we thank you so much for this time that we could gather as your children, as your family, and celebrate you um, and celebrate your love. Um, And just reflect on this year that you have provided so abundantly um, for every single one of us. God, we want to still our hearts um, and just take this moment to listen to you um, and connect with you and experience you um, in real ways. So God, we invite your spirit into this place and ask, God, that you would move here this morning. Um, We love you and we praise you and honor you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. So um, I do things a little differently than Pastor Scott, I'm pretty sure. Um, so buckle up because uh, it's going to be it's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> um, first of all, how is everybody doing? If you are great, give me a thumbs up. If you're good, give me a sideways. If you're not so great, give me a thumbs down. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing lots of, oh, no. Daniel, why? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) You good? You good? Okay, let's talk after. (laughs) How's everybody on this side? Good? We good? We good? Woo! All right. Um, So I just check in with my kiddos every week just to make sure we're ready for worship and we know why we're here. Um, We're we're here to celebrate Jesus, right? And so I'm obviously going to talk about Jesus. Sammy, don't break the candle. All right, Um, so I'm going to start off with my big question. What is your ultimate gift? Like when you're thinking about Christmas, obviously you're thinking about gifts and probably not as much Jesus, Um, but we're going to change that today, right? But what is your ultimate gift? If you could have anything in the world, what would it be? Maybe it's a Steph Curry jersey. Um, Maybe it's like one of the coolest toys of 2022. Anybody? Nolan, what'd you get for Christmas? Pokemon cards, yes! Um, Awesome. Micah, what'd you get? Did you get a castle? Yeah, your favorite toy. Man, Santa delivered. (laughs) Um, Maybe a new car for some of us? New car, new car, Robert, new car. Um, (laughs) I know Faith got a puppy, um, (laughs) but it's not a real puppy. It's a um, different kind of puppy. (laughs) But she has allergies, so it's the best that she could get, and that's awesome. (laughs) Um, I, when I was little, I asked for a pony. Like, literally until I was 16. Like, no joke. Um, Every year, I asked for a pony. I don't even like horses that much. Um, I just wanted the pony. Um, I thought it would be so cool. And it wasn't just, like, a regular horse. It was um, the Shetland pony. They're little. 
and they're fu fuzzy, like so cute, right? I would just love to wake up to that in my room, which doesn't make any sense um, as an adult. Yeah, great idea that I didn't get that. So. Um, whatever we're wishing for, we feel like it's the ultimate gift, it's the best, uh, and we're, every single year we're wanting something else, right? Um, so we think that we love these things and it's going to be the best, but they usually only give us instant gratification. It's like that moment, maybe a week, maybe a month, maybe you'll enjoy your PS5 for like two years, um, but then it kind of fades. Right? That excitement kind of goes away. Um, and we think that we're going to enjoy things for life, but we really don't. Um, and we want it to come off fancy. Like, if I actually received this kind of gift, um, I would be excited. It's big, it's nice, it has a bow, it's decorated, right? If I got a new car and there was a bow on it, I'd be super excited. Um, but we expect it to be nicely wrapped um, and a surprise, right? I mean, if you <laughs> tell, if I tell you, Abby, hey, I'm gonna get you uh, the coolest toy that you can think of. Do you play with toys? I don't know. I'm gonna get you the coolest gift card you could ever imagine. Um, you'd be like, cool. But if I gave it to you in a box like this and you opened it and you had to like dig through it, you would be so much more excited, right? Yeah, all right, so. Um, Gifts, they usually bring temporary joy, um, and they don't last forever, and we want them to be fancy for the moment. Um, but that's not Christmas. That's like the commercial Christmas. We're gonna talk about the real Christmas. We're about to get in it, all right? Um, God gave us the ultimate gift. Now, you children might argue with me, but I, I got this one. <laughs> okay, I got this one in the bag. Um, God gave us a baby! <laughs> um, best pres present ever, right? Like, what are we going to do with a baby, God? <laughs> Can a baby do anything? Not really. Can a baby, like, help us with our homework? No. Um, can a baby clean our room for us? No. Do the dishes? No. Um, can a baby take us where we want to go, get boba, boba rum, pizza, whatever we're looking for that day? No. What kind of babies you hang out with, Sammy? <laughs> um, babies don't do much, um, but in the Bible, Luke, he writes about these. We're going to look at Luke chapter 2, verse 16, and it says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. So we know from this verse that the baby was not doing anything. He was just chilling in the manger, just lying there. Um... Does this sound like a great gift? No, not, not exactly. All right, so the baby isn't doing anything. We're not super excited about it. It was born in a manger. Did it come in a fancy package? Did it come with a bow? Did it even come in a hospital? No, it didn't. Um, it was born in a manger where the animals hang out. Um, not the best delivery, in my opinion, right? We talked about this. I would prefer a bow, at least, maybe some, like, nice blankets, um, something fancy, but there was nothing of that to be seen. Um, and this baby, uh, <laughs> he was not only born in a manger, but like he was put in like a trough. Do you guys know what a trough is? Okay, so back in the day, they have to make animal sacrifices. And one of the things that they used to keep their sacrifice pure and perfect was a trough. And sometimes the um, shepherds or whoever was sacrificing would put the animal 
that they're going to sacrifice into this trough. So it was a perfect animal to make the sacrifice. Now, baby, the baby who was born, he was born into one of these troughs, okay? Um, so he didn't even have a bed, no crib, uh, none of that, nothing fancy, okay? He wasn't wrapped up nice. It was just like the most minimalistic birth ever. All right, now, I'm going to quiz you, and uh, if you understand human anatomy, this might be easy for you. How long do babies live? Not long. Not forever, right? Um, if I, oh yeah, Camden. A long time? Do they live forever? No. All right. Um, so if I ask for a baby, like what if the baby doesn't live forever? I want something that's going to last forever. My ultimate gift better last forever, right? But a baby, not so much. Um, so... God gives us this gift of a baby with the animals, not wrapped fancy, um, but he does give us someone who is eternal. Camden, I'm about to blow your mind. Are you ready for this? You ready? John 3.16, have you heard this verse before? Yeah. Do you want to read it for us? Okay. <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This baby that we're talking about is no regular baby. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't read the Bible, this is going to be great. Ready? This baby was very different. This baby allows us to have eternal life. Um, Bradley, are you, are you looking for eternal life? Like, do you want to live forever? <laughs> He's like, uh, no. <laughs> All right. John 10, 10. This verse, let's read it together. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This baby that God gives us, he gave us so that we could have eternal life, but not just eternal life that's like, oh gosh, miserable and uh, pain. He gave us eternal life that is to the full, to the max, like the best, okay? So when you're thinking ultimate gift, this baby's starting to sound pretty good, okay? Um, God didn't want to give you something that you're going to ask for and then forget about next year. God didn't want to give you a gift that you would forget about. Or just because it didn't come in fancy wrapping that you don't really care about. How many of you guys, okay, as an adult, it's a little different. Children, do you guys get socks or sweaters for Christmas sometimes? Clothes? Not, not the best, right? You're like, oh, clothes, yeah, thanks, oh my God. <laughs> um, but you're like, <laughs> right? Um, God doesn't want to give you something like that, okay? He wants you to be joyful, like full of joy to the max, right? Um, and so we're coming to the end. Are you guys ready? What do you think God gave us? Yes. Life? How did he do that? Magic? I wish. He what? He created us? Okay. Um, what gift do you think I'm talking about today? I'm going to open this gift up. I'm going to show you what it is. Are you, 
a gift card? Where do we spend that? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, are we ready? Guys. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> are you ready? It's the best gift ever. Are you ready? <laughs> Balloons? What? <laughs> it says Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate gift. Guys. Guys, let me, let, me, let me bring this back around. Jesus is the ultimate gift, right? He came as a baby, but he lived a sinless life so that you and I could have a relationship with God, so that we could be together forever in heaven with God. You know that praise sesh we just had? Like, yeah, joy to the world. Wait, what do we sing? Joyful, joyful. Um, <laughs> that is heaven. We're just going to be up there praising the Lord, having the time of our lives, loving God, and he's going to be pouring out on us, and we will be so full of joy and so full of love. That is just going to explode out of us because we're receiving, receiving, and God is giving, giving, and we're giving it back. This is the reason for the season. Jesus is... That might be backwards. That might say sausage, but it was meant to say Jesus, okay? Jesus is the reason for the season. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus is the ultimate gift. If you want to argue with me, see me after church, and I will, I will, I will talk to you. I will talk you through it. I will make sure you understand that Jesus is the ultimate gift. Now, as we go from here, what do we do with this ultimate gift? Do we just like, okay, Jesus, cool, bye. And go on living our lives like the same way we came in here? Absolutely not. Let's go into the world and love God. Love Jesus. Invite the Holy Spirit and let God use us. As he fills us with this love and this joy, let's share it with the world. Let's share it with our teachers. Let's share it with our classmates. Let's share it with our friends and our family and our coworkers. Let's do it together with God. 2023 is going to be crazy, y'all. I'm so excited. I really feel like God is doing a lot in our church and in and through us. And so I'm excited for us to just share love with the world this season. Um, so with that, let's close our eyes. Kiddos, can I see your prayer hands? Repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for your amazing love that you gave through the ultimate gift of Jesus Christ. God, I ask that as you fill me up with joy, that you would teach me how to use this beautiful gift. I love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Casey, for such a wonderful message. That was actually my first time seeing Casey in action. What a, what a gifted speaker, preacher she is. Here I am to bring uh, things to a little bit back down to earth. I'm going to talk a little slower. I don't know if I can match her energy this morning. If I can, I'm going to try my best, all right? Some of you kids here, uh, I'm just a little bit older than you guys, so try to hang with me. Um, I, I had one mission as I was preparing for this message. I said, God, give me the power of the Holy Spirit to keep the message short. So all of you saints in the Spirit, like pray with me for the next, uh, I'd say about seven, eight minutes, and we should be golden. All right, uh, speaking of the ultimate gift, guys, um, it was a, a couple of weeks ago, it was my birthday. 
Yay! So, I know who says that, who announces and says, yeah, by himself, all by myself. It's all right. I, I know I'm loved, so I'm celebrated. So I finally turned 28. Uh, no secret. Here come the booze. Well, I, I turned a little bit older a few, so two weeks ago exactly from today was my birthday, and I celebrated. And um, for my birthday, uh, in my family, we get to request to the other family members for that day. It's like, hey, what do you want to eat, and what do you want as a gift? So uh, we make it no, like, secret. It's not, we don't like, we realize, like, I think first few years into our marriage, we realized we're terrible with surprises because we kept returning the gifts that we got for each other. It's like, hey, guys, there's no surprises. Just let's convey what we want to get, and just we're, we're, we're good from there. So for this Christmas, uh, some of you guys know me, like, um, I get cold really easily. So I'm, like, really tired of wearing, like, multiple sweaters, multiple jackets, and even around the house, like, I'm wearing, like, all the clothes that I can all at once. And um, so I said, guys, it would be great if you guys would just give me an ultimate jacket, just one jacket, that if I wore this jacket, I wouldn't have to wear anything else during the winter season. Some of you guys know California winter, very harsh, frigid, and me, anything under 70, 68, it's not just uncomfortable, it's painful for me. So please just give me one ultimate jacket. And guess what? Voila. And the jacket that I'm wearing in front of you. That was so natural. Do you like that? You like, you like that? Oh, I'm missing out. You guys are. This is the ultimate gift that I received this past birthday. And it's an ultimate gift because not only I wanted this, it's the ultimate gift. It's the gift, best gift for me because I also need it. See, the best gift for us in our lives is oftentimes not just what we want, but the gift is the ultimate gift because it's also what we need. You guys know that, and that we're celebrating Christmas. We celebrate the person of Jesus Christ. We celebrate him not because we love him, not because we like him, not because he's kind to us, gracious to us, generous with his love, but we celebrate him because Jesus is exactly what you and I need. And Jesus is the ultimate gift, better than the toys, better than the Amazon gift cards. Come on. Better than the PS5. Come on. Some of you, some of you adults are ready to argue with me. Scott, don't go there, man. Fists are coming up. But Jesus is the ultimate gift. That God in his omniscience discerned that Jesus is what we would need. And my portion of the message today so what do you do when you receive, indeed, the ultimate gift for you? We know that Jesus is awesome. We know that Jesus is exactly what we want and what we need. So how do you respond when you do receive the ultimate gift? So I'm going to just share a few proper responses when you do receive a prop, uh, the best gift. First thing is, you express your happiness you express your gladness towards a person who's given that gift. That is the first thing that you should do. Yeah, um, maybe it wasn't a surprise. Maybe you knew what was coming. But in, in spite of all that, when you do receive the gift, the first thing you should do is what? Say, say thank you. Or do you say, oh, finally, it's about time. 
I've only been asking for the past five years. You don't say that. You don't say, oh, you do love me. Well, that's kind of an okay response, but that's not the first reaction that we should have. The first thing that you and I, when we receive the ultimate gift, is say thank you. So, guys, when I, when I, fought, uh, when I saw the bag, and it, my birthday two weeks ago also happened to fall on a Sunday, and I think, did, honey, did I wait until I finished everything, or did I? I, I actually, uh, they called me down and said, hey, open the gift. This was before church. And I, as I was approaching the gift bag, and I knew what it was because we talked about it a few days before. But in spite of that, when I opened the gift and I saw I tried it on, I put it on, and I, guys, thank you, I love it. <laughs> I said to my wife, I said to my son, I said to my uh, daughter, I said, thank you for giving me this gift. What do we do with the gift of Jesus Christ in our lives? On this day, not only on this day, but the proper response, and the first response that you and I should have is to say thank you to Jesus. We call this worship. When we say thank you, God, for giving us this gift, thank you, God, for giving us the gift of Jesus Christ, that we call that worship because we're facing the giver of gift and we're acknowledging that this gift came from him. Luke chapter 2, verse 14 says, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. These were the first words of the angels who were announcing the arrival of Jesus Christ. Notice that before announcing to the world that the first thing that the angels did, turn towards heaven, say, God, thank you for sending us his precious gift. Luke chapter 2, verses 29 through 32, it says, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen in your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light of revelation for the Gentiles. Guys, we talked about the best gift is often the best, the gift that is needed, most needed, Right? Did you know that the people of Israel had waited at least for 700 years? The prophecy of Jesus was mentioned about 700 BC, at the time of uh, prophet Isaiah. They had been eagerly waiting. There was a period of 400 years that God chose to stop communicating with his people. For 400 years, In the nation of Israel, there were no kings, there were no prophets, meaning that God's people had no way of connecting with God. Think about it. I think I'm the oldest person here. Again, remember, I'm 28. Think about how long 400 years is. Even this great country of America... We're not even 300 years, right? Think about 400 years. That's a lot of generations. God chose not to speak. So when finally Jesus was born, people celebrated. People turned to God and said, God, thank you for this amazing gift in Jesus. So that's the first response that you should have for the ultimate gift of Jesus. What's the second response? Uh, proper response. I wrote this down. 
Second proper response is you live mindfully of the one that has given you the gift. So this is what it is. I said when you say thank you to the person that has given you the gift, oh, that's not where your gratitude ends. For the rest, this is kind of dramatic. For the rest of your life, you should be mindful, oh, man, this person gave me this gift. I love how Casey brought out the point that um, not all gifts, most gifts will have its expiration day, right? PS5 will have its shelf life. Uh, even this great, amazing jacket, I don't know how, lo- how long it's going to last. I'm going to do my best to make sure that it lasts a long time. But it also has for all the days as long as I have this gift, I'm mindful of the one that has given me this gift. So my gratitude is not just one day. Your worship unto God is not just one day. Meaning, guys, your gratitude and worship towards God is not just reserved for the Christmas Sunday. It's for every single day, every single moment of your life. We also call that worship In all that you say, in all that you do, you are deeming the worth of the gift of Jesus. Amen. You guys with me? Am I losing you here? Am I I good with the timeline here? My third and last points. What's the first thing? You say, thank you. Second, you live mindfully of the one that has given you the gift. We call that worship as well. Third and last point, what is it? Say it with me. So when you receive an awesome gift, it is also proper response for you to share that gift with as many people as possible. I cannot wait to put on this jacket and to tell everybody, hey, you guys like my jacket? You said you like it, right? It's mine. It's mine, but I have it. So as long as I have this gift with me, it is my responsibility now to tell as many people as possible, hey, I don't just love it for myself. I love to tell others about it, that my family gave this to me because they love me. They gave it to me because I love it and I need it. And you share it with as many people as possible. Sometimes, though, sharing your gift, telling others how much you love it, it can get inconvenient. It can get cumbersome. There are times that where you don't want, where you don't feel comfortable showing off the person of Jesus. You have the moments where you don't, I don't know about this one. Guys, when I wore this jacket around 9 o'clock, it felt good. But I had no idea it was going to be the hottest day in like the last month. So when I got out of the car, came into the sanctuary, it was about 68 degrees. I'm like, I'm good. I'm feeling comfortable. But when I, when I went outside, it started getting hotter. And then when Andrea asked me to take a picture in front of the sign in the parking lot out in the sun, it was getting really hot. I have a little confession to make. I started sweating. And I can't take this off because, for that reason, because I've sweated in the past hour or so. Sometimes, having the gift of Jesus Christ in your life, representing him, you may be self-conscious. Saying that you belong to Christ may bring you a little bit of discomfort. And if we're going to be honest, sometimes you may be even embarrassed at times to say that you belong to 
Jesus. You may feel very timid and shy about representing Jesus in the way that you should. I'm here to tell you guys, Christmas is not just about worship. Christmas is not just turning to God and saying, thank you for the gift of Jesus. If Jesus Christ is indeed the ultimate gift in your life and my life, you know what we should do? We go out and tell others about it. It don't matter what they, what they say about you. It don't matter if people laugh at you, Scott, I can't believe you're wearing that jacket. Oh, yeah, some of you guys have already laughed at me. I've taken two pictures this photo, uh, two pictures this morning. Every other Sunday of the year, you know how many pictures I've taken of me? None. It happened to be the day that I wanted to say, I wanted to show off this gift. Sometimes when you want to show off Jesus, you may attract attention, maybe not so in a positive light. We may call that persecution. I'm not saying you, you persecuted me, Natalia, this morning when you wanted to take a picture. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Andrea wanted to wait until, I'm going to wait until it gets hotter. So when it says 80 degrees on my Instagram, that's when I'm going to expose you. I'm saying, I don't care. <laughs> so what if I'm sweaty? <laughs> Can we be God's people this season that we're not shamed we're not ashamed. We're not embarrassed about the person of Jesus in our lives. It don't matter what others say. We know it because we need him. We know it because we desire and want Jesus. So in this season, guys, my final plea to you, let us thank God for Jesus. Let us live each day, every moment with Jesus in our hearts. And let's also be ready to show him off in everything that we do. Does that sound good? Kids, does that sound good? Yes. Amen? Would you close your eyes one more time? And we're going to move into time of worship. Jesus, we thank you, God, for I know that Heavenly Father has provided a way for you to be here. But I know that it was you that has desired to be among us, that you have surrendered the glories of heaven all throughout eternity, that you took on a form of a mere man, born in a humble manger. You lived your life just like us, all that so that you may die on our behalf. So Jesus, we're mindful of the sacrificial love for us. We are mindful of your eternal provision. God, you literally made a way where there was no way. And we are eternally grateful for that. So God, may we worship you today. May we say thank you to you. May we invite you into all of our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. And we're going to transition on to the next portion of our worship service today. We are taking offering today, and this is a final opportunity for you and your family to, to give unto the Lord. It's the last Sunday, and in just a few days, we're closing our books of the fiscal year 2022. And if the tithes and offerings that you guys are waiting to,
we do encourage all of you guys to to be. God has been so faithful to us all throughout the years of Rooftop. And we also recognize his faithfulness in this season as well. If you look below your seats, you will find a little candle. Before you throw it, shake it, break it, I know some of you adults, I need to tell you this before you break it. If you just take the head top part and twist it to left and open it up a little bit, you should see a little light turn on. And I think at this time, I'm going to invite everyone to stand together. And we're going to do exactly that. What we learned about today, what we learned about today, the first thing is what? We say thank you. And we're mindful of Jesus and his presence in our lives. The third is we tell the rest of the world. Today, guys, we're holding this light, this little candle light. And this is our expression of worshiping him and telling the world. The Bible tells us to be the salt and the light in this world. We're shining bright, the light of Christ. In our